This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. And today we have a special guest star, Taylor Ford. Taylor is here with us today, and we are going to talk about having a content heart. So we have three points today, and the first is on um, a couple that we know in the Bible who is not content. King Ahab and his wife Jezebel were not content people, shockingly. And in 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 1 through 7, we read that Ahab decided that what he had was not enough and he wanted more. So we're going to read verses 1 through 7 of 1 Kings chapter 21. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my father than to thee. And Ahab came into his house, heavy and displeased, because of the word that Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed, and turned away his face, and would eat no bread. So, first of all, he's just throwing a fit, which always kind of gets me, because he is the king. But here we are, just pounding on his bed, staring at the wall. And in verse 5, But Jezebel his wife came to him and said, and to him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, Dost thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So, she comes in and she's like, don't you worry. I will get that vineyard don't for worry, you. Baby, I got you. Yeah. It's, oh, this, this gets it's me so every toxic. time. <laughs> yeah. It's every time. Cause he is such a baby and pouting. And so then his wife comes in and is like, you know what? I'll just take care of it for you. But the thing of it is, not only was he not content with what he already had being the king, he was also not content with the answer that Naboth gives him because he gives him a reason for it. It wasn't that he was being unreasonable or anything else. He said, no, it's the inheritance of my father's. I'm not just going to give it away. Which but, seems like a fair point. Exactly. So he had he had a valid reason for saying no. Um, but then we see, as we read through the rest of that chapter, that the way that Jezebel gives him this vineyard is by having Naboth killed. So she lies, she writes letters, um, and then Naboth is stoned. And when he is stoned, then his possessions become the possession of the king. So then we see that Jezebel goes to Ahab in verse 15 of that same chapter and says, Arise and take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, for he refused to give thee for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead. So then we see... Elijah comes, and they, of course, have consequences for this action, and they're going to um, basically lose the kingdom at this point because of his discontent. He was not happy with what he had, and so he went out and tried to get more. So that's what having a discontent heart can do for you. (laughs) Don't do that. We can also see an example of King Agrippa being a little too content with where he was at. Um, in Acts 26, verse starting in verse 26, 
Um, It says, For the king knoweth of these things, before whom also I speak freely. For I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him, for this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Um, He was clearly too content with where he was at the time, and he didn't allow himself to be persuaded to change where he was in his life. Um, we need to be willing to make the changes that need to be changed in our lives. Um, He didn't want to, like, put in the effort into making the changes um, and just showing how he was too content with where he was. Also not good. And then the last thing we're going to look at is the perfect middle ground there of being... A good kind of content. In Philippians 4, verses 11 through 14, it says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. So even when Paul was in less than ideal situations, which he was in most of the time. Um, He found a way to be content with what he had, where he was at, what was happening. I think that's really good. And I think, you know, after listening to all three of these examples, I think it comes back to the idea of we need to really make sure that we're content physically with what we have, but never get too content spiritually Spiritually. with what we have, because that's really where Agrippa... You can always grow spiritually. That's right. You don't always need more stuff. (laughs) Especially other people's stuff. If it's not yours, don't take it. (laughs) Um, And especially don't have them killed so that you can take it. That's not not ever a good thing. But yeah, so just remembering that physically we need to be content with what we have and then spiritually to always keep that like desire to grow and to get better. And yeah, growth. Good lesson. I like it. Good stuff. So we're going to finish with reading 1 Timothy 6, verses 6 through 8. Um, That's me, but I'm not there. Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) It says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and (laughs) payment, let us therewith... Let us be there with content. So, yeah, again, it's talking about physical things to be content with that. Yeah. If you have all you need, you're good. That's right. We decided it was kind of a Goldilocks lesson on contentment because, like, it's (laughs) like one was not content enough and the other was way too content. And then finally we saw Paul, the Apostle Paul. Imagine that. Always the great example that it was just right, the right amount of contentment. So, yes, that's it. Yeah. Well, tell your friends to listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Especially this one. It's a shorter one than we normally do. And it has Tay. And it has Taylor Ford. So we we love Taylor Ford. Special guest star. Special guest star. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.